Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Voice of Grace, the city of transformation, a place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny, a place where we experience God for ourselves, place where we have a personal encounter with God. This morning, I bless God for the breath that I'm breathing, for the voice that is coming out and the words that are spoken this morning. I could have died last night and my kids my family could have been in tears weeping for their loved one but God made it possible to open my eyes this morning for me to see that's why I am grateful this morning. That's why I am thankful this morning that no one is crying over my dead body this morning. That my hands can move this morning, my feet can move this morning. You know, I may not have it all. But I thank God that I have Jesus on my side. I may not have the wealth. I may not be the most educated guy, the most smart guy, the most clever guy in the world. But I just thank God that I have him on my side. And I thank God this morning. Our devotion comes from St. John chapter 7, verses 1 to 9. I'm your host this morning, Pastor Sammy, which again, I'm thankful that God called such a person like me and gave me and entrusted his ministry, his gospel to my care. And he placed people in my care to lead them, to help them. And I don't take it for granted. Who am I? It just God chose to use a vessel, an instrument like me. Thank you, Lord. The scripture says, after these things, Jesus walked in Galilee. For he did not want to walk in Judea. Because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. 
His disciples, therefore, excuse me, his brothers, therefore, said to him, Depart from here and go into Judea, that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. For no one does anything in secret why he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For even his brothers did not believe in him. Then Jesus said to them, My time has not come, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hit you, but it hits me because I testify of it that its works are evil. You go up to this feast. You go up to this feast. I am not yet going up to this feast. For my time has not yet fully come. When he has said these things to them, he remained in Galilee. I want to talk to us this morning to fully understand from this passage some important truths. The Bible says, after these things, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he did not want to walk in Judea because the Jews sought to kill him. You see, after Jesus, I've just spoken to them in chapter 6 that he is the living bread. And he who eats his flesh and drinks his blood will abide with him. His flesh and his blood, his flesh is good food. His blood is the real drink. Some left him. Because it said it was too hard to understand and to accept. So the Jews are finding way to kill him. And what runs to my mind is, have you ever had people trying to tell you to do something only because they have a hard time believing in what you are doing or God is doing in and through you. You see, we must be careful of how the crowd that is following us, telling us what to do and where to go. Be careful of the crowd that is telling you to go and to do. 
They all are not in favor of you or the work that God is doing in and through you. You see, the Bible says, now when the Jewish, the Jews of Feast of Tabernacle was at hand, his brothers said to him, depart from here and go into Judea that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. Now, his brothers said that your disciples, now they didn't say that we may see, but rather they say your disciples may see the works that you do. So in other words, they are saying, man, we don't believe in any of what you are saying, but we are saying to you, go, so that your disciples can see we're not your disciples we don't want to be your disciples but we would advise you to go and mind you it is in the same place that the Jews are looking to kill him instead of the Jews seeking him as Lord and Savior they are seeking to kill him 9 out of 10 you can see it for yourself. So I want to say to us, be mindful. Be mindful of what people tell you to do. Sometimes it may seem right, but stop for a moment and ask yourself the question. Is it my time? Time is very important. Sometimes what people say, if you don't ask God to give you an ear to hear faster, quicker, you may think they have interest, but they really want to see you up for failure. You see, what Jesus' brothers said sounded real good. But it's not what Jesus really came for. The Bible says, they said, for no one does anything in secret why he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. You see, every flesh wants to be seen. Every flesh wants to be recognized. Every flesh wants to be glorified. Every flesh wants to be praised. This is where, if we are not careful, people or things, or ourselves, our own flesh, and our egos can transform us into something totally different. Why are you doing what you do, or why are you doing what you are doing? 
Is it to be known openly? Is it to show yourself to the world? You see, Jesus came to save the world. For men came to be known openly and to show themselves to the world. That's all they came for. You see how his brothers are saying, everything that you are doing, a man who wants to be known, he won't continue to do things secretly because he wants to be known. I'm not interested in being known. I'm interested in Jesus Christ being known. I'm more interested in Christ Jesus healing, delivering, saving lives than me being known. Why others are fighting, killing, destroying people's lives because they want to be known, to be seen, to show themselves to the world. You see, that's what exactly Jesus' brothers were saying. They said to, to Jesus, no one does anything in secret why he himself seeks to be known openly. The reason why they want to do it in public places is because they want to be known. I pray that we be very careful. You see, the Bible also makes it clear. He said, even his brothers did not believe in him. Oh, if the world does not believe in what God is doing in and through you or through me, it is easier to accept. But it becomes harder when your own brothers, the ones that you share the common faith with, the one that you all have the same God, or maybe worship the same God. Do not believe in what God is doing in and through you. Oh, it is the hardest. See, how can the pagans or the unbelievers and the sinners believe in you when your own brothers do not believe? How can they? How can somebody else believe? You see, so Jesus made this statement. You see, Jesus, I want you to understand, he is a God of season, a time. So Jesus says to his brothers, my time has not yet come. But your time is already, is always rather ready. Your time is always ready. Hmm. There is a time for everything. And there's a season 
There's a season for everyone and everything. I want you to hear me. Today may be your season. But mine is tomorrow or will be tomorrow. So be mindful that when your time and your season is up, that you don't overlook, that you don't disregard others. Jesus is a God, or oh, he, 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 he is the Savior of time and season. My God believes in the time and the season. The Bible says, at the fullness of time, he came. In the book of Ecclesiastes, he makes it also clear that there's a season for everything. Today may be your season. Today your days may break. Today may be your days of miracle. Today may be the days where you're championing everything. But the day is coming for the next person as well. For there is season. Every man under the sun has a season. Remember that. But what really also caught my attention is what Jesus said. Your time is always ready. You see, anyone whose time is always ready ends up getting either hurt. They get up, they get to the point where they miss their actual season and they lived in regrets. You see, your time is always ready. In other words, Jesus is saying, you are the person who always just want to do things and just without realizing or asking, is this my time? Is this my season? Learn to wait on your season. But first and foremost, if you don't know your season, how can you wait for your season? If you don't understand the timing, how can you understand your season? Unless you go to God. Jesus said, your time is always ready. In other words, you're ready at any moment. In other words, you're ready at any moment to do anything. You're ready. You're always on the verge of just ready, ready, ready. Without stopping to say, is this my time? Is this my season? Don't end up in hurts, missing your actual season and living in regrets. Always stop and ask. To close this, the world, Jesus said, cannot hit his friends. Why? We are looking to be friends with the world. We become more and more like the world, and we think more and more like the world. So the world cannot hit us because we are becoming like the world. But Jesus said, the world cannot hate you because of that. But the world hates me 
because I testify of it, I mean of it that its work are evil. I testify that the works of the world is evil, so the world hates me. The world hates me because I speak the truth. The world hates me because I expose the darkness. And Jesus said to his, his brothers, you go up to this feast. I am not yet going up to this feast, for my time has not fully come. When he has said these things, the Bible say to them, he remained in Galilee. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you.